Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and this is not a regularly scheduled episode. You will see it has no episode number, and um, that is because I am recording this in real time. I've said this a hundred times now, so if you're new to the show, you might not have heard this. If you're not, I pre-recorded episodes um, during my pregnancy through about the end of May, but um, really felt compelled to throw in an extra episode this week in real time because... I've been thinking a lot about motivation and drive, and I know that this quarantine situation that so many people, if not all people, are working through right now has thrown routine totally out of whack, and that can have a huge impact on motivation, and people feel down about it, right? Whether that is, I'm not as motivated to eat well because I'm in my house all day long and I'm in the kitchen a hundred times a day compared to maybe six or seven times a day when I'm in my, my normal routine and flow of things. So while my circumstances are different, I'm quarantined like, like most everybody else, um, I'm also working through grief and it's freaking ugly and it is the hardest thing I've ever done by a hundred million miles. But I want to take a couple minutes today and talk about motivation, drive, lack of motivation, lack of drive. I've talked about this topic before, but I, I want to make it, you know, really timely and, and really applicable to the world that we're living in right now. I've said this before, and it's becoming a powerful tool for me now. I don't want to be motivated. I want to be committed. I don't want to be motivated. I want to be committed. Motivation feels good. No doubt about it. Waking up ready to crush the day feels good. Going into the gym or beginning a workout pumped up for it is a great feeling, for sure. But it is also highly unreliable. It is highly unreliable. Just like a a warm, sunny day feels amazing, but every day is not going to be warm and sunny, and we have to For the sake of results, for the sake of trusting ourselves, we have to develop the ability to be steady and consistent regardless of our emotional weather. This is a skill we can build. And I don't know if you can relate to this, but there have been seasons of my life, quite frankly, decades of my life, 
like two decades, multiple in a row, where I felt like I was on this emotional roller coaster and my actions and inactions were matched step for step with how I was feeling. So if I was unmotivated and feeling down, I wasn't taking very much action. And then I'd feel kind of meh and my actions would be kind of meh, like two steps forward, two steps back. And then there were periods where I was highly motivated and feeling good to go, ready to like take on the world, and my actions matched that feeling. But because the normal human condition is emotional shifts and volatility, just like the nature of weather is that there are sunny days, rainy days, cloudy days, kind of ick days, great days, gorgeous days, nasty days. We have to disconnect these two things so that our actions do not follow so closely with our emotions, where our actions can be on one track, very steady, very consistent, even when our emotions are on a totally different track and they're not so steady and they're not so consistent. I don't want to be motivated. I want to be committed. And I know that in my commitment, there will be days when motivation is high. And in my commitment, there will be days when motivation is low and my actions look the same regardless. That might seem like a far off land and that's okay. But the reality is you don't have to focus on how far you have to go and neither do I. We can just focus on showing up with consistent action right now in this next hour. What does it look like for you to model the behavior that you want to be consistent with in the next hour? What does it look like for you to model the behavior that you want to be consistent with, whether that is being kind, being patient, eating healthy, drinking water, moving regularly, whatever it is, and it's totally fine for it to be multiple things, what does it look like for you to model that behavior in the next hour? And if you're like, well, I'm in a meeting. I hope you're not listening to this podcast in a meeting. Maybe you're in your car. Can't do anything in my car. Okay. In the next three hours, this morning, this afternoon, if you're feeling really grand today, Don't worry about getting to this end goal of being consistent all the time. That's not what we have to focus on. What we have to focus on is today. I don't want to be motivated. I want to be committed. What does it look like to show up committed to action in the areas that matter most to me? What does that look like? Because motivation is not required. Motivation is not required. If you have been saying to yourself, I'm not motivated, and using that as a reason to start tomorrow or give yourself a pass, it is time to retire that thought. Seriously, you are in control of whether you accept that line from yourself or you respond to it with, you know what, I don't have to be motivated right? If you feel like your lack of motivation is somehow holding you back from starting that business, from getting in shape, from getting out of debt, that ends here. You can choose to retire that story 
right here, right now. You'll have to choose it again and again and again and again, but you can draw that line in the sand. Right now, I'm changing my perspective on motivation. It is not required. If you are never, ever, ever motivated again, not a single moment in the rest of your life, you can still achieve all of your goals and build a life that surpasses your wildest dreams. You can. You absolutely, positively can. It's all perspective, right? My perspective used to be that my actions were in tandem with my feelings. If I was stressed, I would eat. If I was overtired, I would have a short fuse and be less patient in my communication. If I was unmotivated or feeling down, I'd skip my workout. I felt like the choices available to me were dictated by how I was feeling right? If I was feeling really good and really strong and really motivated, then like, okay, I can eat well tonight. Like I'm, I've got this. But if I was stressed and frazzled and down and feeling bad about myself, like I just couldn't. And that's crap. That is perspective. You get to choose your perspective. You get to change your perspective. This is in your control, right? We can convince ourselves that choice works as a function of emotion, but that doesn't make it true. So here's where I'm at with this right now. As I'm recording this, it has been about four and a half weeks since Dagny died. And her death was very unexpected. No symptoms, no challenge, no issue until... 36 hours before she died. And then the only thing we noticed was that she just wasn't as interested in eating. She was still eating. She just wasn't eating as much. That was it. That was all we saw. And hours before her organs shut down, we were told she was just a little dehydrated and we'd be home in a few hours. In the aftermath, I am not motivated at all, at all. And that doesn't limit the choices that I make. It doesn't limit it, right? I am sad doesn't even touch it. Lonely, tired, mourning. And which of my actions do those feelings dictate? None of them. None of them. A couple weeks ago, I committed to go for a walk every day. The first few weeks, nothing. It was, it, it was enough for me to wake up each day. And I had to do some work each day because of COVID and, and kind of the shifts that 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 forced upon um, primal potential, that was it. That was enough. There was nothing more. Wake up, do the critical things for work, have the critical conversations for work, and spend the rest of the time hysterical, okay? But but about a week and a half, two weeks ago, I said, you know, I'm going to go for a walk every day. Every day, rain or shine, I'm going to go for a walk. And the other day, it was probably in the like high 40s, low 50s, and there were wind gusts up over 70 miles an hour. I was not motivated to walk at all. 
and I put on my sneakers and I went for a walk and my lack of motivation came with me. It didn't make the walk any harder and being motivated wouldn't have made the walk any easier. It's just about, it feels better to be motivated, but we are not limited by being unmotivated. That is a perspective, right? That the lack of motivation being a barrier is is just a story. It is a perspective that we do not have to choose. Take the feeling with you. It's going anyway, right? If you're highly motivated, you're taking that feeling on your walk. If you are unmotivated, you can take that feeling on your walk. Or you can be unmotivated or in a bad mood or stressed or frazzled and communicate with kindness, right? It doesn't mean you have to be short-tempered because you're tired or you're aggravated. You can be tired and aggravated and take that feeling with you while you choose to say nothing or you choose to be kind. That's one of my other practices in all of this is... um, my my default, if I'm not paying attention, is to respond immediately when Chris says something, whether it's you know positive or negative, action, reaction, comment, response. And even when I don't feel like working on my relationship, I don't feel like it. I don't care. I don't want to. I don't have to care to do the work. I can still do the work. In my frustration, in my it doesn't matter, in my I don't care, in my lack of motivation, I can feel those things and still choose to pause before I respond, to be intentional about my reaction. We just let ourselves off the hook when we use our feelings to justify our action or inaction. And you can do that. You can use that excuse, that story, that perspective, but it is not the only one available to you. And here's the thing. It confines you. It limits your options in a way that it doesn't have to. Things will feel harder if we tell ourselves that our emotional condition determines our options. It is just not the case, right? So what's the practice when we feel unmotivated? First, the awareness of it is huge. I'm not motivated. At that point, we're at a crossroads, right? I'm unmotivated. I'm angry. I'm sad. I'm whatever. The acknowledgement is our starting point. Do we then go to the, my options are now limited because of this feeling path? Or do we go to, I have the same exact path of options that I would have if I felt great, if I felt positive. Like this feeling doesn't influence the choices that are available to me. It doesn't limit, it doesn't restrict. You choose which path you take. There's such a freedom that comes from saying, okay, I'm unmotivated and that doesn't limit me in any way. It's just a feeling. And the feeling is separate from the array of options that are available to me and to you. It doesn't limit anything. You are not limited 
when you feel unmotivated. You are not limited when you feel angry or frustrated. So many people will say to me like, I'm so disappointed in the choices I made yesterday or I'm frustrated my, with myself for the way that I've behaved over the last couple weeks. It makes us feel limited, like in some way our options are now restricted because of this past thing or because of this present feeling, and it is just not so. You can free yourself up for so many more options when you change this perspective. You don't have to wait for the feeling to pass. You don't have to feel any differently than you do right now. You can bring that feeling with you while you choose an action that was previously not in the array you offered to yourself. I didn't want to make a shake this morning at all. The blender was in the dishwasher. I wasn't really in the mood. It felt like too much work. And I did it anyway. Like, here we go. I'm going to do this thing that feels like too much work. (laughs) It's just an objective diffusion of the emotional tension. I acknowledge it feels like more work than I want to do to get the blender out of the dishwasher, to wash it, to get everything out of the fridge and out of the pantry, to put in the shake, to then clean the blender again. You know, all of that feels like too much work and... I'm going to do it with this feeling that I don't want to. With this feeling like it's too much. I'm just bringing it with me. As you do this more and more in big ways and in small ways, you know, when you look at that mountain of laundry and you're like, I just can't. I don't even want to. I'm so not motivated. Okay, here I go. Watch me fold this laundry and put it away while not wanting to, while not feeling motivated. The more you seize those opportunities, and in fact, look at those feelings of being down, being frustrated, being annoyed, being unmotivated as an opportunity for you to build trust in your ability to be consistent, to be committed, you will feel so much more powerful. Often we look at those moments where we feel down, unmotivated, frustrated, anxious, whatever, and we resent that feeling. What if you looked at it as a gift box waiting for you because these are the moments you need, you need them in order to become someone who is committed, in order to become someone who is consistent regardless of their emotional weather. You need those moments. We do not need to be frustrated by them. That's a perspective. Oh, I want to become somebody who is consistent regardless of what is happening, regardless of how I feel. So this moment where I have less time than I thought I would, this moment where I just don't care is exactly what I need. I need to seize this tiny little opportunity that seems too small to make a difference to become this type of person that is a gift. So here I go, not wanting to make the shake, making the shake. Right Here I go, not wanting to wash the blender, washing the blender. It is in those small moments that we create this powerful consistency and commitment that no one can take from us, that nothing can take from us. And I'm, I'm doing this with you. This is, this is literally the process by which I am navigating the single most painful, awful, unimaginable time in my life. These are the exact things that I am doing to get through the moments where, honestly, a few years ago, I would have just said, like, 
screw it, you know, like I'm just going to ride this out with pizza and ice cream and, and watching a ton of TV and crying a lot and not taking care of myself and not taking care of my business and not taking care of my relationship and not taking care of my team. This is a skill we can all build. And honestly, it is built one unmotivated moment at a time, one anxious moment at a time, one I don't give a shit moment at a time. That's how it is built. I don't want to be motivated. I want to be committed. And I want to I want to walk this with you. That is truly, truly the reason that Susie and the team and I decided to launch the Daily Mindset Upgrades because I know I've got to get my head straight every single day. Not just one and done. It's not some podcast that I listen to and then I am this person. These changes that we're talking about, it is a daily commitment. Oftentimes, for most people, it is a choice we have to make 10, 15, 20, 100 times a day. And I want to walk that with you. And if you feel like you need these reminders from yourself or from somebody else, every day, multiple times a day. That is why we have brought out these daily mindset upgrades. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, don't worry about it. You can learn everything at primalpotential.com forward slash text. I'm sending out these text messages every single day with how I'm getting my head straight daily and you can respond and I will respond. It's not the team. It's truly, truly me responding and helping you upgrade your mindset because that's how we change our choices. Primalpotential.com forward slash text is where you get the information. As of the day I'm recording this, we've rolled it out for the U.S. and Canada. We are working on an international rollout probably in a few weeks, so stay tuned for that. But I'd love to connect with you in that way. I'd love to help you do things like what we're doing right here, but this this podcast is, you know, 20 plus minutes long and these daily mindset upgrades are usually in the range of like a few minutes, one to three minutes-ish, sometimes a little bit longer, rarely any shorter. And you can respond. I want you to respond. I want to be connected to you in this time where the connection matters so much. I have learned not only through the quarantine, but through, you know, losing our daughter, just how critical connection is and how much harder things are without it. So I'd love to connect with you in that way. Primalpotential.com forward slash text, seven days a week, these daily mindset upgrades from me to you. And it's not just that message. I mean, if it was just that message, I still think it's absolutely worth doing just to get your head straight every day and give yourself that opportunity to redirect and practice every day. But the the other part of it is the connection, being able to respond, being able to share your challenge, being able to ask a question um, to me directly and having a response from me directly. So I'd love to connect with you in that way. Primalpotential.com forward slash text. If you have any questions, let me know. And remember, Every moment where you feel unmotivated, down, frustrated, anxious, that is an opportunity to say, okay, and my options, my choices are not limited. Let's take action. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform.